0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Run Your Mouth Podcast. This is a fucking thrill. I'm back in the shed. Uh, We don't have any Sid Floyd tonight, so sadly he couldn't make it. But uh, we've got Tech, who's back from uh, being homeless. I don't know what he was doing. He was doing something. He couldn't be here. And then, (laughs) of course, we've got Mike Nice. And uh, sadly, we had to end the Summer Porch Tour early. It's over. And now I'd like to welcome you guys, the listeners, to the Optimum Cable War Room, because I'm declaring war with Optimum Cable. I've got my friends here to figure out how we're going to get my revenge, which is going to be epic. I'm going to war with these people. I want to tell you guys the experience I had with Optimum, but before I do so, you guys are on the podcast. Let's say what's up. I don't have to totally dominate here.
1: Yo, you're here with your boy Mike Nice. CT on all platforms, but you're here with your boy Mike Nice on Running around (laughs) Mouth Podcast from the shed, live.
2: Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Tech8. You can find me at ShedTech8 and some other platforms
0: yeah, that same. I won't leave. All right, before funny, I get same. into it, are you guys, yeah. do you guys happen to be Optimum customers? Or Absolutely. Who is, there's really no other option around here. There's one nah, other they've got this is the one
1: option. The one frontier. other option. No, the one other option is not having cable at all. That's it. It's That's, either yeah.
0: Optimum or not having and, cable. Yeah, I think not having I think having there's it. technically Frontier, <laughs> frontier <laughs> internet, which I don't know how what well it frontier does or frontier doesn't works work. too. Yeah. AT&T.
1: You can pay. No, they don't have internet. That's you what Frontier is now. Oh, Frontier is AT&T. Yeah. I think so. You can go to Verizon and buy just a hotspot, and you could pay for Verizon uh, coverage on your for Wi-Fi. Oh, uh,
0: You know, I haven't seen, because I was doing the research to see what my other options are. That one I didn't see. I did That's see a Frontier. Yeah. Um, maybe I'm going to look into that. So let me just tell you the experience I had with Optimum. At first, which was very lucky, my parents are Optimum customers, and they got free hotspots. And for, I'm going to say, the first 20 days I was in my apartment, my area is a hotspot. I was able to use my parents' thing. Didn't have to pay for internet, which was really cool. I had one day that the hotspot was totally down. And because I actually work for my apartment, like, believe me, I am... I, when it comes to apartment stuff, firstly, I hate having my credit card down anywhere. I don't have cable. I once lived in an apartment I didn't turn on the heat once all winter. I kind of like I'm weird with my cheapness. In some ways I'm very not cheap. Like you can attest to that. I show up here, I bring beers every time I show up with weed. Like when it comes to the people I hang out with, I'm not cheap. When it comes to like or when it comes to food, I'm not cheap when it comes to being in bars. I'm not cheap when it comes to like formally having my credit card down on something. When it comes to like my house, I don't know for that shit. I'm very cheap. Anyways, I had one day without internet at all. And I was just like, I can't have, I can't lose full work days for having free internet. That's not worth it. I'd rather spend the 50 bucks a month to have internet all the time. I don't want to lose any work days. That's worth it to me. So I get internet. And from the second it's installed, most of the Zoom calls I've done with with Dave, and people don't see this on part of the problem, most of them have been bad. There have been times that I had to call in instead, which was recently, but most of the times there's like a lag. Recently, I was on like on an important business call. Most of the stuff was lagging. I had Sunday I wanted to upload stuff. I couldn't upload stuff. So I'm just saying my internet, since I got it, have not worked that well. I'm not really, I don't like dealing with shit. So I wasn't calling up. I wasn't complaining. Finally, I had a day where it was not working to the point that I had to go shit. I had, and like, it really takes it to get to a point for me to have to deal with something because I don't like dealing with stuff. It finally got to a point where I was like, oh, fuck, this really isn't working. I have to call and deal with this. Now, that was late at night, and I didn't want to wait because I know if I didn't deal with it while I really needed to, I wasn't going to do it. So they have like the texting service which is late at night okay it takes an hour and i i can tell what's happening it takes an hour for this guy to run a diagnostic of my cable to then go all right you're going to need an appointment and I could tell the whole time that his diagnostic is fucking stupid. It's unplug the cable and replugging the cable. Is it working? No, it's no, not fucking working because no, I tried that before I fucking called you. You think I didn't even try unplugging and replugging it back in? I just fucking call. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not that. Re- and it takes an entire hour for him to go through this process to go that you need an appointment. I go, great. Set up the appointment. He goes, okay, so just so you know, if unless it's an internal wiring issue, there's going to be an $80 charge. and i'm like hold on a second i haven't had this service for 30 days this internet is not working why am i paying you to establish why your internet's not working and he goes well if it's just internal wire i was like well can you please define to me what internal wiring means can you define what that means and he goes well and then he gets a supervisor and now i'm on it for an hour with the sewer can you define internal wiring he won't define it. i was like okay It seems to me like there's only two problems here. Either my laptop is broken, and I've used this with other Wi-Fi, no problem. But if you guys come over and it turns out it's my laptop, I get why you charge me. I get that 100%. You guys came over. I told you that your internet was broken. It turned out to be my laptop. There was a technician here. Charge me. That's on me. However, if there's anything other than my laptop is broken... That is on you. I'm paying you monthly for a service that doesn't work. Why would I have to pay you more? And the biggest concern to me is that like they can turn off your internet at any time, send a technician, and then you got to pay them more money. It's like a hostage situation where like, hey, we're charging for this product and it doesn't work, but if you want to give us more money, we can tell you why our product's not working. That's fucking... That's insane, that's insane. right? Yeah,
1: it's absolutely So insane.
0: I'm going... I mean, we're going back and forth with this guy. And what's funny is I... Like, I know sales. I work sales. So, like, I can see what they're doing. So at one point, I was like, can you explain to me why th- this situation in any way could be my fault? And he goes, sir, it's not your fault. And I go, perfect. If we're in agreement that it's not my fault, then that means you guys can send someone here free of charge. <laughs> like, it's like that kind of, like, shit yeah. going back and forth. And this goes on forever. And he find So I'm like, fine. I'm gonna... I, I'm, I'm canceling. I was like, I can't... I I can't be." with your service if it means that at any point in time you can just charge me more for a product that won't even work after you charge me more like i just can't be in this and it took me two hours to establish this so then i call up to cancel and what's interesting about calling up to cancel is you get a retention specialist and let me tell you in terms of sales jobs i want that job that is a good job you've got an engaged customer it's a pretty easy pivot hey i want to cancel my cable sure i'll cancel your cable no problem perfect before I cancel your cable though, and I'm happy to do it for you, um, do you mind telling me what happened? Tell her what happened. Okay, cool. Well, is there something that we can work out here? I was like, here, here's the story. My cable hasn't worked for a month. You want to credit the month because it hasn't worked fine. I want to know that I don't have a contract here because I no longer, I no longer trust your company to provide me with internet. I want to know that I can cancel at any time and there's no fucking charges for canceling because I don't trust that you're not just gonna keep me in this thing and that once I'm after the 30 days and I'm now in a contract now to the trial period, you're not gonna not provide me with internet and then I'm gonna have like some cancellation charges. I I was like, I don't trust your company. I need to know that tomorrow, if this isn't working, I cancel. She goes, okay, that's fine. And she goes, here's the thing. Tomorrow's your last day of the cancellation period. So here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna send a technician tomorrow. I'm gonna give you like priority. We'll send a technician tomorrow And if your internet's working, then just call, let us know that it's working. We'll be able to credit your account. I'm like, well, why do I have to call to the like, eh, it's just the way it works. I was like, well, can you give me the direct line? I'm not waiting an hour to call you to get a credit. Uh She goes, yeah, I'll give you the direct line. So she goes, here's the story. Tomorrow you get the appointment. You're in no contract with us moving forward. If you want to cancel at any time, you can cancel free of charge. And we're going to credit you for your first month. I was like, okay. I, I, I was like, I can deal with that. I'm like I'm happy to resolve this. Your first guy was a schmuck for no reason. There was it never made any sense why you would charge me for this appointment. All right, fine. I wasted 2 hours cuz that guy's a fucking prick. I can handle that, right? Okay. So now they give you their long hours, which is like three hours. Like, hey, we're going to be here between uh, yeah. seven in the morning and, you know, five in the afternoon. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, hey, we just need you to sit in your house the entire day yeah. and we'll, we'll show up eventually. And yeah, sure. We could probably text you or we could use the Domino's. Domino's can tell you down to the second if a guy's fucking <laughs> yeah. putting the pepperoni on your pizza. You're telling me the cable company can't keep me in the loop on this guy's fucking route. Insanity, right? Okay, fine. So all day... I'm home waiting for this fucking cable guy to go. Every once in a while, I'm like, hey, I want to take a trip around the... I'm like, I can't leave this building. I got to hold the fucking fort. This guy's showing up. He's going to fix my internet. Okay. I get a call at four in the afternoon from someone, like some guy from India. And he goes, hey, this is a technician. We just wanted to like check in on your internet, see if it's working today. And I go, well, it's currently working. The problem is that it's spotty." He goes, well, if it's working, we can just cancel your... I was like, cancel the appointment. The appointment supposed to be today. He goes, no, it's for Thursday. I was like, dude... That appointment was supposed to be, he goes, well, it's in the system for Thursday. I was like, okay, fine. What time? Thursday. And he goes, two to five. I was like, okay, fine. Just show up on fucking Thursday. And he goes, well, is your internet working? Cause then we're going to cancel that appointment. And I was like, dude, the internet works sometimes. And then there's times that it doesn't work. You're calling me randomly when it is working. That doesn't mean that i have working internet. He goes, but it's currently working. I was like, yeah. He goes, all right, then we're going to cancel the appointment. I was like, I don't understand why you would cancel the appointment. The whole point of the appointment was my internet's worker. He goes, well, I think he goes, now here's, here's where I start learning their fucking scam. You ready for this bullshit? He goes, the reason why your internet will be working moving forward is that a couple days ago, there were signal issues in the, in the area. Now here's, what's fucking crazy. That's the scam of we'll fix it for internal wiring. In other words, they could have that they're putting out a faulty signal that no one's getting internet, and as opposed to when you call in and you go, hey, my internet's not working, they go, well, we got a faulty signal, sorry that we can't provide you your internet, so we're going to refund you for today because it's on us, we're not putting out internet. They go, it's an issue with your, with your receiver, and we'll send you a technician, and then they'll charge you for the technician yeah. on a day when your internet's working without any mention of the fact that there's um, a signal issue. Yeah, that's yes. why that's what the guy was describing when yeah. he said, well, we won't charge you if it's for internal wiring. So because they, yeah. they have a full understanding. <laughs> it has nothing to do with your box. Fucking internet in your area is not working yeah. for whatever fuck. Okay, fine. So I tell the guy, I was like, dude, that appointment is a free appointment. I need to establish that there's no problem with my internet here. And then if there's a fucking receiver problem in the future and you guys aren't owning up to that, I'll just cancel. And he goes, well, your Internet's currently working. We're going to call you again later tonight. To I was like, no, no, no. You, I, I get this appointment. You guys are coming here and you're going to check this shit, right? Then I get the call at 9 p.m. like I didn't have this conversation. <laughs> but like, hey, is your Internet currently working? And I'm like, yes, but that doesn't mean anything. The whole point is that sometimes yeah. the Internet goes down. And he's like, well, we're going to cancel the appointment. I was like, fine. If you cancel the appointment, how do you know in a week from now the Internet's not going to be – well, it could go out again. Alright, that's the whole point, so fucking send the technician. Okay, then today was the day when the technician's supposed to come. I stay in my apartment all day waiting for this technician. I get a call once the time period for the technician is over going, Hi, this is Optimum. It's like an automated message. Your appointment for today has been cancelled. If you would like to reschedule this appointment, press 1. If not, press 2. And I'm like, I'm not waiting around all day for another technician. If my internet goes out again, I'm fucking done with this, right? And I, so I pressed two. But now it doesn't let you cancel your appointment. It goes, if you just cancel your appointment, you will be charged for your appointment. You, please wait to speak to a representative. What the fuck? Now I get a representative on the line. And I'm like, dude, you got to explain to me. I was promised this appointment. Why was my appointment canceled? And this guy from India, he goes, all right, I'll go look. I'll see why your appointment was canceled. Then he gets back on the phone with me. He goes, your appointment was canceled because uh, they came to the building and they couldn't have... I'm like, sir, you're lying to me. You guys have my phone number there's you've called me now nine times. There's no reason why the guy couldn't call me. No, no, no. We couldn't. I was like, well, a minute ago, you didn't even know that. And the first time when you installed my cable, you had no problem calling me. I don't understand why the guy would show up to the building and leave without calling. Well, he didn't have, no, no, you have my number on file. So that is a lot. Well, sir, your cancel, your appointment was canceled because you were on like, um, because he didn't have access to the building. And so I'm like, I was like, okay, here's the deal, dude. I was like, I'm not I'm not scheduling a new appointment and if there's a single day that my internet's off, I'm just going to call and cancel it. And then this guy, he goes, well, let me help you out and run a diagnostic. I'm like, <laughs> you're just going to tell me to fucking unplug the thing. I've already done this diagnostic. I've spent four days on the fucking phone. I've never lost it on a person more. And then I was like at some point I was finally like, dude, I just want to know that I can hang up this call on you and I'm not being charged for a canceled appointment and you're not scheduling a new appointment. And he's like, well, sir, I want to just, you know, we don't want any canceling, so if we need to send out... I was like, there's no technician coming to my house anymore. We missed an opportunity. And I finally had to... But we'll we'll see what happens in the war with fucking Optimum. I mean, I'm not... Like, I feel like it's insane to me as an adult that every time you put down your credit card for anything, they're just fucking you. The second, like, you're in your, you're in their system, and in this case, it's pretty obvious, I guess it's some sort of fucking monopoly that there's only one company, and they don't have to compete with anyone so they can fuck you, like, Frontier Internet sounds yeah. like you're not getting internet. I mean, that sounds like optimum, <laughs> at least there's some days that they're going to deliver it. Frontier is like, we're on the frontier of not having the technology to provide <laughs> you internet.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think, I think, actually, it's like, when you call and you ask them, hey, why is my internet, wo- internet not working, and they know... Because they have faulty signals. Oh, they won't why tell you. Why don't they just tell you? Because hey, they, listen. Hey, they listen. don't want to own up to that. Yeah. You know, you're like,
0: hey, listen, I,
1: it's not, not working because our our internet on our end is not working. Then you'd so be So like, they'd
0: rather send you the technician <laughs> on a day that it is working and then charge you for the technician to go, Oh, you're working yeah, yeah. it's good now. It yeah,
1: has it's nothing like, to do no, with the yeah. fucking technician. Because tomorrow it's not gonna be good and I'm gonna wanna know why and you're gonna be give me the runaround. You
2: can get Verizon in internet. You can though. Like a box. I
0: got to look into that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think well, that's like listen, the fastest one you can do. Optimum, get. one day. That's all it's going to mm-hmm. take now. It's one fucking day it's not working. Whatever of it, amount get of time I got to right, call right. and talk to them, I will. Well, at this point, I feel like I don't want to deal with anything. <laughs> Yo, this way so if it's legit, legitimately a single thing and it will work from here on in, fine. I just know that it's going to go down again. Yeah, nah, well, going to tell you a, yeah. how to
1: have a good customer experience. Please go to the Verizon and Darien uh, yeah. and they're nice and personable and go there and be like, "Yo, I just want to get Wi-Fi from my apartment. Right. They'll, they'll, they'll show you the, the couple different options they have. Like, and you pay like 20 bucks a month. That's it? Yeah, because, because all you're paying for is like cell phone signal, but right. you're not actually using a cell phone. So they're giving you the cell phone signal and they're turning that into like Wi-Fi. Uh,
0: no, they have a uh, legit right?
2: thing.
1: No, like, they have an it actual like it Wi-Fi. Gives you oh, answer, so they.
0: But if I can watch porn.
1: No, but basically uh, they you have just the get same plans. It, oh, no, nah, so it's not. Nah, it's Wi-Fi. It's not oh, the so hotspot you're a, talking about. Oh, so it's not even a hotspot.
2: No, nah, it's a real Wi-Fi. So you
1: buy this thing and you plug it in and it just gives you Wi-Fi. No, you right? get it set up like a regular Wi-Fi. No, but you Wi-Fi pay box. for service.
0: How come if I Google? No, yeah, you're
2: co- you're confusing the hotspot No, hot
0: because how does
1: Wi-Fi get internet? It has to connect to some kind of like cell service.
2: No, but you have a wired internet like you would have a box in your
1: house like Optimum, yeah. right? But Verizon has no, that. No, because that little box that that I, that I have Remember the That's little, Verizon.
2: Yeah, I know, but that has nothing to do with. But what you plug that into any wall. Wait, you get, get a, Wi-Fi. You get a that's you, yeah, but you only get like ten gigabytes, so you're gonna fuck yourself. It's gonna cost you
1: too
0: much that, money. But, but you can upgrade. Show, why doesn't that show up on Google? If I Google internet options so, Stamford, Connecticut, that doesn't exist.
1: I don't know, but so I have this little one. Yeah. That if you want to run iPads off, I can get a like a, a box for the wall. Directly. You plug it right in, and you get Wi-Fi. In this yeah, room. but that
2: does that, But you,
1: that's but not gonna be enough for what he's doing.
2: No, but it costs too much money. No, you could pay twenty to. $50 no, I looked a month. it up. I looked it up. I already looked it up when I You're went sure? to Florida. Look it up. I don't know. About no, that. we're not gonna look All it up. Right, I, sorry, I already know. looked it up.
1: No, nah, but you can you can get better internet saying, than Optimum for I, sure. I was
0: trying to come up with ideas for how I can really get back at Optimum, and if I have to cancel, you don't
1: I, you don't have cable internet. I don't think I mean, you can get back at them. Right? No. So the only reason why you have Optimum is for the, that triple play to have a, a house phone internet and cable tv i don't want no.
0: i don't want cable
1: that's the only reason you should have off you
0: mean otherwise you're better off with the different internet yeah, provider I think so i think so all right we'll find out the only it seems to me like the only other option <laughs> is this uh but i was floating out on the internet that if you cancel your plan i will dress up like a pigeon and deliver a piece of mail for you within my asshole <laughs> <laughs> every single person who cancels if you show me proof of cancel and i'm gonna get other promotions going but canceling is hard I mean, well, anything. Well, here's the other thing. I'm sure I'm now outside of the period mm-hmm. that now my contract just exists and I'm going to be fucked when I go to cancel. Oh, yeah. And they're they, going to, yeah. Y- they, told they know you, exactly they what they They told
1: you you had one day. Yeah, they know exactly they what, what they did. they changed it to Thursday. Yeah, no, they know exactly <laughs> what they did.
0: They know, they fucking, they fucked me and they know it. All right. Um, let me, uh, we're going to have dead air for a second because my notes aren't working. Hold on.
1: Motherfucker. Yo, know, so you know that little thing that we have that transmits Wi-Fi? Mm-hmm. You pay for monthly for that. Yeah, I know. So why can't you just put that in your apartment? Because you it no, because the but amount. But it doesn't. No, yeah, because it's not a. a high, but if you have an upgraded version. No,
2: that, because the amount of the amount of Wi-Fi you use to make but a it looks, Zoom it call costs
1: less than optimum. No, power. it doesn't. No, no,
2: it I
3: doesn't. Thought, all right, Let's get no, back into all the all podcast. Right, I, looked, I, thought, I tried right, to. I tried to get it. All right, no, I, I want to talk.
0: I want to talk texting etiquette here for a second. And I've got two gripes with texting and I'm curious to see if you guys are going to come in and agree with me. I think that if you text some, I'm sorry, if you call somebody and they text you back without a reason for why they can't take your phone call at this time, that is like as rude as it, like, there's one thing (laughs) like, Hey man, I can't take your call right now. I'm sitting in class. What's up? Yeah. That's one thing. Or, Hey, I'm super blah, blah, blah. What's going on? But if you call somebody and they make it known, I don't want to speak on the phone with you. I don't want to deal with you. And you just get that text of like, what are you looking for? That is the thing I do. Here's the only people I ever do that to is I've had this clients that got no, no, no people that wasted my time as media buyers that pretended like they were gonna buy stuff and they never came and it just gets to the point where there's no reason for me to be on the phone with them. That is a person that I dislike so much that I won't take their call and they'll get the text from me. Hey, what? Like, what do you need? But that to me, do you guys agree with me? I find like that is fucking rude as shit. It's the, fucked up.
1: That's- the only acceptable way I think of that is you know when someone calls your phone and you have that little like you could scroll up, right? Maybe like, I'll call you back later, right? If someone hits you with one of those. I no, that's what like, he's saying. No, I'm saying no. But no, no, yeah, I'll call, t-
0: fine, like, saying, I'll call you back later. It's fine. He's saying if he doesn't, ad- no, if no. The, you don't
2: address the fact that you can't speak to him no, right I'm now, then the you're only, just a dickhead. No, what
1: he's saying is if you, if I call you and you don't pick up, and then you text me, yeah, hey, what's up? you don't, don't want to talk. And you're, you're just saying hey, hey what's, what's up? I
0: don't want to talk. Please text me what you need. I'm saying an
1: acceptable version is that little scroll up because that means they they picked a pre written message because they couldn't take your phone call. Right. They're like, yo, I'll call you back or whatever. Right. I can accept that, but the hey what's up after i call you no that's you, you see you agree that.
0: you guys both agree with me absolutely that is
1: yeah in. yeah all right. that's absolutely that's pretty rude thing to do No, that's fucked up i, mean, I feel
0: like i get it all the time for people if like i call almost seems to be no, the norm how, if, you,
1: if i if you call me i'm gonna call you back i'm right. not gonna text you back even if i missed your call i'm not gonna be like Unless I'm gonna call you're you you back.
0: saying blatantly I don't want to be stuck on a phone call with you. Can you please give me the short of what the fuck you need because I don't want to engage with you. That is my that is my takeaway because it's the only time that I use it. It sounds good.
2: Yeah, I don't like that. It sounds good, but it's rude. It's rude as fuck.
0: Yeah. All right, fine, we all agree. Um Trump is talking about banning TikTok. That's the it's been in the conversation now. Just to give the full scope of what's interesting about banning TikTok is um firstly, I'd be curious to know if the numbers on TikTok are true. I feel like most of what attracts us to these platforms and we're suckers for this is you go to YouTube and you're like, I'm going to publish my shit and people are going to like me. I'm going to go to Twitter. and I'm going to get a mm-hmm. whole bunch of followers. And I feel like lying to people about how much shit, how many people are interested in what they're doing is a really good way. That's the best way to attract people to your platform. Like I remember mm-hmm. in Times Square, it was uh, one of the makeup companies had like an advertisement and the advertisement was that it would take a picture of you Nobody in the history of Times Square has spent more time looking <laughs> at a billboard than this billboard that was taking a picture of you, and then you could look up and see your picture in Times Square. Oh, yeah. That's the way we fucking are. We're all yeah. interested. I- I'm the same way, dude. I'm fucking out here, putting out content, hoping people are going to check out my stuff. Me, me, me. I'm not saying I'm any better than anybody else. I'm just saying that's the way we all are. And if you want to sucker people into thinking, hey, we've got a great platform here, it's you lie to people and you tell them that a shit ton of people are checking out your stuff. That's a very clever way to um make people interested in being on your platform is hey here's the place to go you're gonna get a lot of fucking views um now what's interesting is they go hey this is a chinese app it's actually in conjunction with the chinese government and they're collecting too much of our data that's kind of like the 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 fucking scheme i don't know if it's fucking true but that's what they say and i don't think it's they
2: were saying oh i didn't mean to interrupt you they said they said that they were stealing your clipboard
1: uh,
0: no, but also your copy
1: paste the govern the the entity that owns or is a or whatever owns a lot of tiktok also owns a lot of um also like uh like twitch like other gaming things i think uh, I, I it's like a, it's like a conglomerate type thing i think a chinese conglomerate maybe like one but there's, per- is it one percent i think they something? also just assume that of chinese
0: companies no one's really doing big business there without the permission or oh, no, that's what the thing being in with the chinese yeah. government anyways trump's Talking about banning TikTok, I just think, like, it would be real. what kind of outrage do you think there would be if all of a sudden, like, the younger generation that's in love with TikTok finds out that Trump has gotten rid of this thing? That, like, I, I wonder did he, if he was just he gonna loving... get rid of it or buy it? it? No, 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 he was saying that if they did not join with an American company, which I guess means that the American government can better monitor, it,
1: or, or, it. or
0: that the or. It could be that the back end data of like, you know, monitoring what everyone's doing, the big data, we can't have China having that yeah. Yeah. without America having the same access to information. Makes and sense. so it's like as long as there's an American company affiliated with this, then you guys don't have more data on our citizens than we do, which by the like the fact yeah. that okay, anyways. What's interesting to me is I, I'm just floating it out there, and obviously none of us are experts. But I wonder if he's bluffing because I feel like there would be so much teenage outrage. There's like a whole demographic of people that fucking. Lo- I don't even understand TikTok. I'm not on TikTok. You gotta go dance away.
1: You
2: Mikey know, like, loves TikTok.
1: Do you really? No, I hate it. I don't <laughs> understand it. All they do is lip sync other people's shit, and that's the whole thing. Of like, you got you like you have you find a song you like. Or a speech. There's a, a girl that's famous on TikTok for lip-syncing Donald Trump speeches, and that's oh, what but she's she famous was, for. She was
0: famous before, okay. um, before TikTok, for... and she's actually—I uh, forget her name—but here, here's kind of the joke about it, which is so funny, is that she showcases the extent by which Trump is clearly lying, oh, yeah. because by perfectly timing her shit with like just with like the facial expressions, yeah. you could tell that like it amplifies the fact that trump's kind of just pulling shit out of his ass and it's funny do you remember so but what
1: if what if no i don't she but was on the, if, she was part of the dnc somebody, what if somebody went on tip tiktok and lip-synced your your uh say you had a, a a set that's like out to the public you right. published it then they lip-synced your set with funnier facial expressions right then and then people like just know you because of sarah that sarah cooper
0: Sarah Cooper, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, here yeah, to throw, throw a random one on. She's um, I,
1: like so, like, but like, also, like, if you come out with a dope song, the only reason that people are gonna hear it is if if a TikToker dances to it, which sucks, and all they're doing is lip syncing your song, which sucks. and they're making millions of dollars right, off because their TikTok, they're getting all the fucking, and then yeah, you get you get popular because they use your song, but at this end of the day, they're just lip syncing your song. So they just find a dope song and then lip sync it and make millions.
0: Also, I it's heard crazy. that record companies are actually paying them shit ton of money directly because they're oh, trying to uh, yeah, lip yeah, sync yeah, yeah. certain songs. Probably, Yeah. yeah One of the most
2: sense. famous TikTok personalities is a girl that lives in a New- Norwalk.
0: Well, that's the, just the creepy side of TikTok, I'm going to say, is that if you're interested in doing so, you can. it's probably the only platform where... You could be watching 16 and 17 year olds that are tracked like. Yeah, basically. Like there, there aren't too many places when, I, like I said, I'm not engaging in TikTok, <laughs> but that chick, I think she's kind of attractive and I think she's pretty young. So I could see why if you were a fucking creep, <laughs> you, there's an appeal to the platform. Well, you yeah. Can pull her up next, but I think. What I'm think saying young, about yeah. this is.
1: There's is, two of them. One of this them, is, them is, their This sisters. is what I'm saying is you had uh, writers who wrote the speech, right? right. You had Donald Trump who perform the speech right. and that's all art, whatever, if you want to say it's art or not, then this girl, all she does is lip sync someone else's art. I could say if she did a skit and wrote her own speech, that kind of imitated Trump, something
0: I kind of, here's the thing. I kind of like, I like cover songs and I'm going to play some uh-huh. cover songs later. If someone were to lip sync my standup comedy and like, put put a spin on it, where they're, like I can just look at him and be like, oh shit, he's kind of a better performer, and this is funnier in that setting. I kind of, like, to me, I kind of appreciate it. However, if you make no money off your fucking art, and that guy makes a shit ton of money because he's got a huge following, and he, here's the biggest difference. If he credits you properly and goes, hey, this is the uh. stand-up of this person, then you go, oh, that's pretty cool that this guy covered my shit and he, yeah, wow, he did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, but, if the guy gives you no credit that hey this is somebody else's, Man. and then he makes a shit ton of money off of it while you're making nothing, that just kind of sucks. It Man. just feels. Well, that's
2: why feels the whole shady. YouTube copyright should happen. Also,
1: too with Twitter, a lot of people or Instagram too were uh, in Twitter were taking comedians' tweets and posting them on really famous meme pages and not right. crediting the comedians and making the money.
0: The only thing because I, I did this when when I did um rob's newsroom now let me tell you rob's newsroom <laughs> took a it took a week to write i i they, they look like whatever they look like i can just tell you they took a lot of fun i like the look give. thanks man i do really I mean, do like was, the look it was sloppy it's like a retro
2: vhs type of thing i like <laughs> yeah. it it was cool no, it
0: was like it, it was designed to be sloppy and playful which allowed for that but i can just tell you and this is a lot because we didn't know what the fuck we were doing a newsroom took a week to write it took two full days to film, and it took a week to edit. And I'm talking about 20 hours of work a week, maybe more. Like, that was... Even though they're five-minute fucking goofy things that look like a sloppy mess, yeah. I'm telling you, each it's, one of those yeah. took a shit ton of work. Amidst that shit ton of work, I used the occasional... Well, I used other people's music in the background, and I used... Um, and some of the shit got pulled from YouTube, but, like, sometimes I don't have a special effects. Like, here's an example. Yeah. I had a thing... I had a scene with a... Um, an alien being like landing on earth. And it was like a Hillary Clinton joke. <laughs> and I pulled three seconds for men in black when that meteor hits. Yeah. And then I pan to smoke. And then a guy sitting in a box holding jump ropes, mm. moving the jump ropes as if his ship just broke. Mm. I'm telling you, it was hilarious and a That's perfect hilarious. edit because it went right from that graphic of the meteor crashing to the stupidity of a guy sitting in a box, but it was a perfect edit. And with the smoke coming up, it really looked like yeah. that. Was, it looked yeah. like it was a seamless cut. Yeah. Because of that, and the, uh, maybe I used five to seven seconds of this M.I.B. clip. Oh, no, Star Wars? That no longer exists on the internet, and I don't even have that episode. I don't have it. It's gone. That is gone from the archives. That was yeah, a lot of work yeah, yeah. and it's fucking gone. Now, on top of that, amidst all the original, like, I'm just telling I ripped off people's music. I've downloaded sound effects and music because I thought it fit the vibe and I put it yeah. in the background. But that's way different. though. I get that about. it's way different. I stole those so, people's dude, you're art. Just I was using, like, No,
1: but you know, are you know, using <clears throat> their art to accentuate your art. Because you wrote and took a lot of time. Also,
0: the arrangement is original, and I wasn't making money off of it. And you wrote it. As far as I'm concerned, it's almost like student film. I'm fucking experimenting here. Yeah, exactly. Trying to put the best thing forward for people to enjoy for no money, just to show, firstly, to experiment, and to showcase, like, kind of what my skill set is in hopes of, A, getting better, and maybe getting a secondary job. But I do understand I took people's music without, like, paying for it to try and make my shit better. Now, so, I, I, like, with that being said, I feel, like, a little bit hypocritical because I understand, like, uh, like maybe you can make the argument that if you're writing a screenplay and my joke fits into your dialogue, or, and by the way, I don't think, like, people would copy directly the joke, but I do see a place for, like, oh, I never quite thought of that angle on Funny, or I never really saw this contradiction in life, and then rewriting into the script... I don't think you should do that, and I don't do... Dude, I kind of... This is my perspective when it comes to art in general, and I've I've had this conversation with people I'm working with projects on. The hardest thing to do... It's twofold. Firstly, the hardest thing to do is to actually get shit done. That is really the hardest part. If it's not an original idea, I'm not even interested in then taking it... And then crafting it because I got to tell you, when I'm consuming media, I hate when things are unoriginal. I hate it. It pisses. Like, I get fucking angry if I had to sit, like, the, uh, the first season of Bad Robot. I think that was the, sh- the name of the, the show or what? Oh, media God. Robot. The
2: fucking hacker shit.
0: Yeah. Oh. That was, oh my I watched God. What it the fuck and it was, was okay until I found out, I was like, oh, this is the plot of Flight, Fight Club. And then I went oh, down God. and I watched an interview and they're like, we loved Fight Club. We felt like it was only a single movie. We were looking to elongate that concept and I was furious because I was like, you just wasted 12 hours of my life to watch something that was unoriginal. That's yeah. the
2: one with Kevin Spacey in it, right? No, no it
0: wasn't Kevin. It was uh, Ra- Ramamala.
2: Yeah, but I think Kevin Spacey's in it.
0: No, I no, it, it was um, the guy from Broken Arrow, um, whatever that guy's name is, kind mm-hmm. of an action. <laughs> anyway, but anyway, anyway, I was yeah. furious because I was like, yeah, I just watched I this that. to find out that it's an unoriginal idea. I have no interest. And I feel that way when it takes time to create something, it takes like the actual, the actual taking the time to write, edit, produce, get people to show up. I have no interest in unoriginal ideas because me, when I'm consuming stuff, I get really excited for originality. So mm. it, there's no, like, there's no point of trying to bring unoriginal into the world. Oh, so absolutely.
3: I so agree.
0: On, yeah. So on that note, like, I am very kind of, I do feel like I do have some artistic integrity. And now I feel like I'm just fucking ranting. But anyways, we're talking about the TikTok people. Yeah. I, I, I think they're bringing a little bit of their own enough. But you're right that the platform itself is a platform for hey, here I'm presenting somebody else's stuff, and the fact that you can get paid really well for doing nothing other than presenting other people's stuff without giving them credit, that takes well, a little... Th- yeah, the
1: thing is, the credit is there, but it's like, if you're a, a, a cute little TikToker that can right. dance, even it doesn't have to be really, really good. You can just dance okay, but you're doing a dance that fits this song, and they'll credit the song, but you're the one that got... Well, I guess
0: you're bringing something, like you're bringing... I'm a, like then you're yeah. kind of selling yourself as I am the dancer. But also
1: if the yeah. also if the artist makes a song and creates a dance to that song and then everyone on TikTok just just does all the dance that's for the song, they get millions of views and that generates dollars on their TikTok.
0: Right. It's like imagine if imagine if someone like tomorrow invented the hammer dance. And then all, and of a all the on TikTokers, TikTok, everyone's doing it. Hammer dances and getting and, millions and mi- right. And so yeah, I, I,
1: and they're getting paid though. The only reason why they're doing it is because they're getting paid. Like, right. don't get me wrong. They're not. They're like they're not just doing it because it's fun. Those top TikTokers are buying houses in Hollywood. Right. They're like, making money. They're making money. They're making money. Yeah,
2: but TikTok doesn't pay their. It's pay the ad people. revenue and the sponsors, But there's no direct payments from TikTok but to the, the thing creators. Is, yo, but But like, YouTube, they do that, so that's why that whole... That's true,
1: too. But, like, yo, if you're on TikTok, Nike might come and be like... I'm just saying Nike's a, a, a big company, but they might come and be like, yo, I'm going to sponsor one of your videos. Right. So it's... then the next one, you're lip-syncing John Mayer in Nikes. And then and you're you, making money And for you're part. making money. All
0: right, let me yeah. ask you this. So do you think, if you had to call, you think... uh Donald Trump is completely bluffing on pulling it, and what do you think the outrage would be if he... Because there's something really funny about, like, you've had all these protests for, like, Black Lives Matter, to see, like, (laughs) Tina Boppers showing up and, like, you know, fucking protesting the White House for removing TikTok. There's something really hilarious about that. I think
2: he's bluffing, but... I think if you press him enough and you say that he's not that he is oh, bluffing, he's just, go for he'll it just gonna do it. You. Yeah, he'll basically just do it as a well, fuck you. I also
0: you. wonder because you got to realize, it, like, I mean, maybe you can say Obama's the first like um, social media president and that he used Facebook advertising well, yeah. but I think Trump, for sure, pre Twitter landscape, I don't think, I don't think maybe with the sport of Fox News and how bad Hillary was, but he definitely was able to get in touch with people directly. I do also wonder if perhaps. Donald Trump has unbelievable um, Twitter, Facebook game. TikTok's not his domain, and so he's like, "Oh, I'm losing a little control here. Let's shut down that thing." That also be
2: true because everything's owned be. by each other. I mean, yeah, Facebook, yeah. Instagram, and what's then Twitter. What's,
1: what's his relationship with uh, Zuckerberg? Zuckerberg's a Democrat uh, yeah, because he's you, more he's more on the Democrat side. If you side. notice because that Hollywood Democrat, but if you notice that Instagram just released Reels. Which well, yeah. basically is taking over compete compete for TikTok. TikTok. So if they ban TikTok and get rid of it, all, they'll you, all I'm go not, to Reels.
0: Here's the oh, well, that that that's, that could be, which is interesting. What? However, there's like a little bit too much going on in Facebook. Like I already don't like. There's IG Live, there's stories, and now there's this Reels thing. It's like mm-hmm. there's there's too much. Reels too is much. for
1: um, video editing and lip syncing, like like TikTok oh, was. That's I mean, what it's, it's for. The, it's because just, you can you can edit a video on TikTok and it seems like you have a video editing like program right and it just cuts it up for you and you oh, pick makes the best easy. option you go oh right. this is the best cut thank you and boom it makes it easy all right yeah. i
0: want to move on to the next topic which is uh if you can bring up this uh i didn't even read the whole article but this just always kind of pops into my head there was this uh in arkansas um this jogger who was 25 was raped and then oh you know what i didn't see the rape part now this makes now this makes sense to me I was going to joke, here, you can go to the picture of this chick. (laughs) You can go to the picture. Go to the picture. mm -hmm. This isn't the picture. Go find the picture. There's no fucking picture here. Maybe press play and the picture will show up. Or maybe Google it. There's a lot of premise here for a joke that's not even true because I was wrong about the article. Maybe just Google the story so that you guys can see the picture. (laughs) (laughs) Sydney Sutherland. Everybody at home, go Google Sydney Sutherland gorgeous. Totally gorgeous. Good looking girl. Good looking girl. So and every time it, I so see it. these murders, I'm like, can you murder the ugly ones? <laughs> like, <laughs> Why are we getting rid of chicks that are smoking hot? But the fact that he raped her, it's like that Louis C.K. joke where he goes, you know, if pedophile, he goes, you see like these kids on the back of milk cartons and they're like, what's happened to these kids? Well, he's like, well, it's because fucking pedophiles raped them and then they have to kill them. Like, if they, if we would create a framework of the pedophiles could return the kids, they would return them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't true. tell it quite the way Louie did, but uh, that, was, that was the it's gist of real. the joke. It's too real. Um, All right, I watched uh, a lot of the RNC and I just want to give a shout out to Jim Jordan. I would have that guy's babies. I'm telling you, as a dude who doesn't watch that much TV and just kind of lives for... Uh, lives for politics, which is in part, I'm just telling you in part, it's my WWF and it's me being a just fucking douche that for whatever reason in my head, I feel like watching TV is, um, bad for your brain or playing video games is a waste of your time. And I still waste a lot of time watching garbage on YouTube, but I find that that's a more passive experience. I can excuse it. I feel like sitting down to watch television, I'm making an active decision. If I waste time watching shit on YouTube, it was a little bit more passive. There's a distinction in my brain. I'm not saying that it's like, anyways... I feel like when I'm watching the political shit, I'm doing something a little bit more dignified. The reality of the situation is I find it to be entertaining and I find that there maybe it's intellectually a little, a little bit more stimulating watching the shit for sport. Jim Jordan, I, I mean, I, I, I absolutely, in terms of watching political theater, this guy is the absolute best at it. He's extremely articulate and when it comes to these congressional hearings, he's a fucking boss. And what's interesting to, to me watching him is he's got a wrestling background. He was, like, a top-tier wrestler, and I could see it. He doesn't think like these other politicians. Mm-hmm. He's got, like, a different strategic way of thinking, and yeah. I can see, like, the wrestling coach in him, and I could also see, like... He's
1: a wrestling coach?
0: I, no, he definitely wrestled. I think he was he also He sexually a assaulted
2: coach. some wrestlers, too, it says.
0: Ah, no, I think he just wrestled <laughs> with them and no, look, owned Jim, them.
2: Jim Jordan accused of begging former Ohio State wrestler not to co- corroborate accounts of sexual abuse. Yeah,
0: that's just some random Washington Post story. Fuck that. You know what These I was going to say? He looks or... <laughs>
1: like uh, a college basketball coach.
0: Yeah, he's got that vibe. I'm telling you, you hear he him does. talk, but what's in? he's not a lawyer and he's not a politician and he kind of approaches things a little bit more creatively and I could kind of see the wrestling chess match type kind of part in his brain where he's got like a certain way of winning and a clarity of thought of owning people. And so he, to me, watching politics just kind of for sport he's he's the jordan of politics right now this guy has a certain way of navigating Jim this jordan top. yeah fucking the Jim jordan, jordan of politics he's the jordan of <laughs> politics He's the best i've seen in my lifetime out there doing it and i'm almost surprised because he seems to be so smart i'm surprised he's not a libertarian i'd love to actually talk to him and see what of the libertarian values he doesn't agree with i think the one thing is he might be a little bit more aggressive on, on homeland security and having an army <laughs> But he's
1: a little aggressive during wrestling practice.
0: Too, well, that's true, too. I mean, if you're a guy, he he, he wants to fucking mount you.
2: <laughs> no, he turned a blind eye to some sexual abuse of like a he, physician. It looked like he
0: was trying
1: to intimidate. Oh, he was, talking, he uh, was intimidating uh, retaliation. Uh, An
2: Ohio State uh, <laughs> physician of the wrestling team was abusing kids. And I guess that dude that was abusing the kids committed suicide. And they were like, why the hell didn't you say yeah. anything?
1: Yo, that's the same thing with uh, the guy from Penn State. Yeah. his His boy. They wanted to uh, charge him because he didn't say anything.
2: Yeah, well, you know you're, you're diddling kids out there. Well, His Jim Jordan's actually diddling.
0: really good at politics, and he got that guy killed <laughs> and had him pretend like it was a fucking Look suicide. Him, he, you're
1: going to tell me that's the guy, that he wouldn't turn a blind eye? Yeah, that looks like fucking Ernest. Ernest goes to summer. Nah, <laughs> yeah, it does. Ernest. It looks like Vern. <laughs> <laughs>
2: get,
0: Vern. The, get the fuck <laughs> out
1: of here We're talking <laughs> about Ernest. <laughs> All
0: right, next thing I wanted to talk about was I saw this random video of Lena Dunham... Um, uh, dancing in her, in her sex shirt. And then I think I saw a random <laughs> post where she was talking about, you know, women have needs too. uh, and I just want to make a general comment about feminism. Uh, and maybe people will take issue with this, but fuck it. I just, it's, it's kind of just an idea that's been floating around in my head. I think on paper, feminism is, I guess, that women should be equal to men. I've got two sisters and a mom like yeah, I don't. I don't think there's no part of my life. <laughs> I know that a woman.
2: Things... <laughs> I have women friends. <laughs> there's
0: no part of me that thinks like women should be subjugated to men or shouldn't have the same opportunities or whatever. There's something interesting though about like because I sometimes I like if I'm with you know trying to get laid or hanging out with chicks outside of drinking. Sometimes I feel like they're they're looking to date. They're not just looking to fuck. And then sometimes mm-hmm. you get this feminist perspective, which is like. No, we're just out here trying to fuck. Like we're exactly like dudes. But that's kind of the funny part to me is that like they seem to celebrate that there's a horrible quality to men that we can both be aggressive and compulsive in this idea of have needs, and they want to go. Well, listen, we're just as shitty as men are. And it's like, well, why? Why is that? I think why is that yeah. feminism? Like, listen, we men are fucking pieces of shit, but don't think that women aren't fucking pieces of shit too. If anything, it's like. No, no, no. Shouldn't we be striving for something else in society? Some sort of, like, not, I'm not going to say abstinence, but some sort of, like, a less compulsive behavior? And I would think for most women, I think they have a little bit of an advantage that they are not as short-sighted and as compulsive as men. And I say that because I know the way that I act, and I know the way, like, they don't quite have the fucking really stupid part of their brain in the same way that we do. And it's so weird to put forward, like feminism i guess as being a concept of well we're pieces of shit too like don't think we we're, were we're any better we're fucking pieces of shit too i'm a compulsive animal too i just want to fuck everything all the time also like that's not just a like why is that the thing that you're putting forward to elevate yourself as being like why are we trying to celebrate and duplicate the worst of men i don't know does that kind of make sense
1: it makes perfect sense i think i think what happens is uh they try and demonize the thing that is not accepted, like that's not like acceptable. Well, now we accept it for them to be like that, but before it wasn't acceptable for women to be like that, to be openly sexual. Right. So they kind of like demonized it. Then when they fight for the rights to be equal, they're like, actually, no, we do want to do that stuff too.
2: Yeah, we want to show our nipples. Yeah, we want to <laughs> fucking free yeah. the
1: nipple. We want to we want to fucking go after men, and it's like I think it's also- so like the whole thing. They really wanted that, but maybe I don't know. It's like a pendulum thing, maybe like
0: it's swaying too far i I don't
2: think men are just stronger though because that's a big thing like
1: they tried to demonize us for being that way when really they wanted to be that way right and now when we're like all right fine you have all the rights they're like all right fine we're gonna be the way that we've always wanted to be and then we're like what the fuck like you're when saying that we're fucking pieces of shit but you that's the way you want to be i think it's more actually maybe it's more of a human thing like we're all the same i guess that brings it more to the equal thing like we are all the same but we didn't let them be like that
2: if i think if women had I like know, a a track. retractable blade on their wrist or something like, like that to make it like equally like on the on like the field no i think they would I, have, I, have a lot of more say no i think it's we, it's just the fact that men are it's like generally it's like generally more a pimp aggressive versus being a pimp
1: versus a whore right we call you a whore because you want to sleep with men but now we don't so now we I still do yeah i guess you but can in still and out, horse in shame, and right. WAP song, you saw that that shit. I seen. How, there's some Shapiro. whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. That's how it starts. Do you know about this song?
0: I don't. But the I want to go to this house. That's what I'm hearing. You know this about show?
1: the WAP? WAP? What? WAP? Wet ass pussy. It,
0: and then we'll uh, move on to the next topic. I might yeah, be off yeah, track, but
1: I think that's what might be what it is. It's like it's like him. yo, imagine imagine like you can't smoke weed, and everyone you see smoking weed, you're like, oh, you're a fucking idiot. Fuck weed. Fuck this. And then you get to smoke weed finally, and you're like. Ah uh, nah and then you come to the parties and you're smoking weed and like oh, what the fuck you I thought we I thought you said weed sucked
0: and you're like ah nah actually now that I'm smoking weed it's oh pretty man, fucking those good are some titties I got to pee so bad you guys keep going I'm uh, not going to to miss this, this you're not going to edit this
1: No So <laughs> So for all you uh run your mouthers out there it's the shedcast uh takeover you're not going to play the wap I was going to wait I got to wait for Brandon to play it, Set it Nah, we're gonna get fucking. Play that wap. They get kicked right off. Uh, yo, so if you're not familiar with the shed, you gotta follow us, the Shedcast. Yeah, Dave
2: Smith, follow us.
1: Yeah, Dave Smith. We're big fans. I met you in Boston once.
2: If this was any place that he could clip this and not, and the viewers would never know, it's right
1: now. No, he's not gonna. He said he's not gonna edit. Well, we're not gonna. Fucking Robbie, the fire
2: yo and fucking robbie the robbie this the fucking Rob, denaro
1: robbie the denaro yeah shout out to Sid so, floyd all right we sit we waited for you to play the all right so you could have just played it he was back quick
2: no nah, i was i was putting out all on the table while he was gone <laughs>
3: yeah, you're she,
1: no what the fuck you can't have the fucking edited version
2: oh this is edited yeah
1: you gotta oh, just play the, the raw audio
2: what do you this, mean? this isn't the video.
1: Yeah, this is the real audio. Wap. Can you? Do you th- can you even? Can you even think what WAP might stand for? No.
4: Put this ass, pussy. What wet about ass now? <laughs> 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 what do you
1: think about that? Have you had a similar uh, experience where they swiped your nose like a credit card?
0: I don't think so.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: the whole thing about this thing that right,
1: bothers yeah. me the most
2: it's is when she says spit now.
1: in my mouth. It's going off the rails. That's part of the... Shedcast thing. took over the running I don't know what to we make it, off it the part like
0: No comment. All right. Moving forward with
1: <laughs> we got a lot more what to we've go.
0: got talking about <laughs> in a couple of the topics. Um... RNC, which I've watched a lot of, and I've already commented like a lot on, uh, part of the problem. So I don't have to repeat myself too much. I think most of the people that listen to this are, um, listening to that as well. But I think what was most interesting going into the RNC is that Trump's claims about the media lying is that he's had these really good examples of the fact that it's true. Um, the biggest ones being the family that tried to defend themselves with guns and the, um, the nicholas salmon who was the kid who was accused of like you know being basically a douchebag racist and they gave him a lot of money oh he made uh, like i think 250 million or whatever the fuck it is Holy like shit. i'll spend the rest of my life in a fucking maga hat being called a racist <laughs> if i can get that that payday mil- <laughs> all right shit. Kellyanne conway who's been with trump for a long time she's been like this chick on the media fucking crushing it for him so firstly is I'm gonna say that she's gotta have gotten one of the best facelifts in 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 the history of mankind. If you could maybe see if you can look at Cal, cal- like if you Google her 2019 and then her 2020, like whatever work she. Uh, uh, let me just tell you, when I get like to be a little bit older, Whoa. I want to both take steroids because the people who are taking steroids still like fucking Rogan, Stallone, Dana White, uh, some of these fucking rich well, it's, people it's on it's steroids. Well, fine. So it's natural. it's natural steroids. That shit fucking works. <laughs> Hell but yeah. But then whoever this chick got a facelift from, I mean, it is. Oh, it is, yeah. Like, that shit worked. Wow. I mean, it worked. Like, she went from being. Like, you could tell. That cost
1: she, a lot of money.
0: Like, you could tell <laughs> she was a hot chick. Like, she has hot chick vibe. You know what it was? was? She
1: was a hot chick that parted a little too much.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the she had. But then here. She's.
1: Oh, oh, there goes oh the fuck.
0: So <laughs> no, no, it's still good. It's all within the ah, box. It's a little no, bit. So yeah there's, there's probably a better spot for it. I apologize for that. But I she, that she goes you from, like, kind of <laughs> beat up leathery yeah. to,
1: like. I mean, look at that one right there. Oh, She's really fucking on a bender. She just came off a bender, that <laughs> bottom middle one.
0: All right, so here's what's kind of hilarious. So she, you would think, I mean, this has been number one behind trump and good on the news until he got this new young um hot chick who's the best oh, press secretary he's ever yet well, i God. mean she I is know. so good at fucking flipping the narrative and talking the trump line and she's got that chick thing where it's like if i'm angry i'm aggressive and i'm yelly women do a much better job of that salesy thing where they're always calm it's more of what we would describe as bitchy behavior well they will combat you where they're super combative, but their tone is made yeah. to make you look like an asshole. So What's it's her name? Like, McConnery? I don't know what her Mc- name is, but she's, she's gorgeous. She's got that really thin arm thing that I'm into. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> and she is, she is so good at that job. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're... she's
1: the new version.
0: Yeah, you know what she is. She's needs? the new
1: version of Kelly. It's K-L-A. You know what? Candy. Instead of Kelly. What is that? Kellyanne.
0: She needs one more thing to make it work, very which is similar glasses. Name. If she had glasses, I love glasses and exposed ribs. That's what I'm into. Just She's chicken. got
1: all that except the glasses. Yeah, <laughs> she
0: just needs a pair of glasses, and I'm in love. But that I also... Neck. Oh, wait, that's Kellyanne. That's Kellyanne.
1: See, you can't tell the difference. You can't even tell the difference, Doug. <laughs> Anyways,
0: <laughs> Kellyanne is stepping down, and I think that she actually full-scale support of Trump. But here's what's interesting. She's got, like, a daughter uh, who I'm going to say is like 16, 17 was like posting anti-Trump shit on Twitter. Uh, I think she also has a husband. You're going to have to look this part up. 16 year old has a husband. No, 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 not that the 16 year old has a husband, but, um, I believe her husband is also like a pretty big Democrat. I think the family drama of her being in the Trump camp got so bad Uh that she's like, oh, shit, I got to like, I got to step away from this job and like manage my family because it's falling to shit. (laughs) Um, But that would have been the world's greatest reality show is seeing that chick's home life (laughs) of being (laughs) the number one Trump supporter, having an amazing job supporting and then having your entire family think that you're evil because yeah. they are hardcore liberals and thinking you're the person who's keeping like Hitler going.
1: That's like house of cards almost.
0: I, yeah. I mean, that's just <laughs> that like could be a good show. That would have been some fucking, some fucking drama, um, worth seeing. Okay. And then, um, just a, uh, little insight into voter fraud. That's one of the big news stories that's been going on. All it's all us talk about basically Trump saying, Hey, Uh, and we spoke about it on an earlier episode, just two episodes back, but we were kind of outlining that you have the Republican saying you're going to have voter fraud. And then you got the Democrats saying he's trying to, um, you know, stifle voting. Then a study came out recently, or I heard Obama talking about it, that The majority of people that are trying to vote through mail-in voting would be Biden supporters, so it makes sense why Trump would try and suppress it. New information came out, and this is fascinating because I was wondering, what's the Republican angle here? Are they really just trying to suppress voting, or is there some sort of an actual fraud that's going on that they're trying to limit? And here's what's fucking crazy. The Democratic Party, or whoever's doing this, has sent absentee ballots to people that haven't even requested it. And so here's what's wild. If all of a sudden you've got, let's just say theoretically, 100,000 absentee ballots that have just been sent out, that's now 100,000 people that could just potentially mail back in. In other words, they're creating the ability for voter fraud to exist because at least if you had to request it, then there's a system in place where it's like, okay, these people want to vote. They requested it. We're going to send it to them. But if you just create envelopes, you're creating the ability for envelopes to just exist in the wild. You know, but for couldn't you in the find... Republican
1: Party also do that?
0: So the answer is yes, but I guess for whatever reason they're not trying to play that card. Yeah. maybe 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 you're right. <laughs> maybe they're fucking missing out on an opportunity to right, uh, yeah. to you know be fraudulent as but well. But also
1: how do they I I'm not so this is another thing too about the post office with the mail in ballots. The like, I'm a mailman, and I collect ballots, and right. I, I've collected them. I, like, people think that we ha- somehow have control over it. Right. There's no difference over that ballot than another letter. Email. The only difference is that it gets separated because the ballots get sent now to a, spe- a specific place.
0: What was going on? Because they were saying that there was, like, a new dude who was um, – the policy that he implemented – was that instead of sorting all the mail first before sending it out, if the time for mail people to leave, yeah. even if there was unsorted shit, they're like, "Get the so, fuck out of here." So,
1: this is this is a, this is the whole debacle about this. Is as soon as COVID hit, right? At first, the post office didn't have to abide by the COVID, like the whatever the whatever the acronym is for the the like okay. safety laws. We didn't have to abide by that. Then too many people within the post office I think started complaining saying it's unsafe. Right. So now we have to abide by these laws where now our office time, everyone used to come in. I think we have like over fifty routes. We all used to come in at the same time. Now we have to stagger Scatter. the start times yeah. so that we're not so our cases are next to each other. You can only work with a, a empty case in between. So now we start at seven thirty, the next group comes in at eight thirty. I have to be out of the office by 830, which then means I have to leave mail behind, which would have came with me. But now I don't have time to sort it because I have to be on the road due to regulations of covid. And then so now this guy is trying to say that if the mail isn't sorted by the right time, that the truck is going to just leave and bring whatever is on the truck to us, which then makes it which means we're Uh, delaying uh, the mail, because usually what would happen is the truck would wait till it's done. Right. And we would have to wait until it got there, we'd get it and then deliver it. But now he's saying no, we have to just whenever it's ready. But then they're saying that due to the the ballots that since we're delaying the mail, you can't count on the post office to deliver the mail on time. Right. But it's they're the ones implementing it on right. top of COVID regulations, which means we have to delay mail. Yeah, that
0: does sound shady. That, so in it's like kind of like, like instituting a standard by which mail cannot be delivered at a time. And at the same time, they're saying since mail can't be delivered on time, we can't rely on this. Yeah, exactly. Well, you guys are the ones who are making it unreliable. And all
1: we're doing and yeah, and I, at the post office, whatever shows up is what we deliver. We can't control. You know what I mean? All
0: right. That's it from the news for today. Um, I want to firstly, re- I'm going to read a couple of the recent reviews of the podcast, and then I'm going to play a couple new tunes before we do. So I just want to talk about the two shows that we just did as a part of summer porch tour. Um, I, I okay. So first is the first. You guys fucking crushed it. Oh my god! Was I I happy that you guys came out? I really want to work with you guys some more. For me, that first standup show, I'm just gonna be that. I've done a lot of standup where I fucking just rocked out and fucking crushed. That was a that was a tough one for me. I didn't we, think so, but I, I appreciate that. It was yeah. it was fun. The evening was one of the most. I the best way I can describe this experience is it was a magical evening. I showed up to a guy's house. I've never met this guy before. He sent me an email saying, Hey, here's a picture of my bar in the woods. And it started off like, okay, this seems like a fun, weird place to do summer porch door The summer porch store. Then it kind of escalated where he's like, Hey, I'm building you guys a whole stage and my whole neighborhood's coming out. I'm expecting a hundred people. And then it's like, oh shit, I can't just show up without having done stand-up for a while. And we gotta book some people. I brought Dave yeah. Temple with who's a fucking murderer. I've seen him in clubs in New York City. I didn't realize how much of a murderer is. That guy's a fucking beast. He's got this easy way of kind of just, like, relaxing with the crowd. And that guy, his punchlines per minute, like, all of his ideas are interesting. All of it's fucking funny. And he fucking brings punchlines. And he brings, like, this relaxed demeanor where he's perfect for, like, a backyard setting. BK, Chris, I've done a hundred shows with. I love him. He fucking crushes. I like his style. And then what you guys did changed the whole vibe where it's, like, more of a whole fucking hangout and party. Anyways, we did the show, then we did the live podcast in the back, which was a ton of fun, then we hung out all night drinking, and then we ended up sleeping in this guy's house, and then we woke up in the morning, hung out with his family, and had breakfast. I'm telling you, I felt more welcome and connected with this random people that just listened to my podcast than when I've slept at relatives' house. When I've had to go to an uncle's house and I felt uncomfortable the entire night, and you feel stuck eating family <laughs> dinner with these fucking relatives that like yeah. you can't really connect with, and you just want to get out of there, you don't want to use their bathrooms. I've had that experience. This was the opposite where it was like like I'm just telling you it was like a magical flavor to the ability to show up to a random spot fucking rock out and do a show rock out and do a podcast really be able to hang out with a random fan and have a great time and then you had a random dude who showed up who listens to I was joking around he followed the tour some guy showed up from he drove from uh from Philadelphia to come out for the live podcast, which God bless him, because that was the live podcast was fucking that incredible. Yeah, to I sit mean, in on that, yeah, to be the... <laughs> to randomly have showed up and yeah. sat in on that. That was one of... I don't know what listening back to it was. I can tell you doing that show was one of the funnest experiences I had. And we were fucking getting hammered. And to be a random listener of this show, who's enough of a fan to want to drive the hour and a half and get the inside experience of being able to just watch that and then hang out with us for two hours later. Uh, But what this guy did, which was fucking cool, he showed up with a, like, 20-rolled joints that we were just fucking smoking all (laughs) All night. night. Then we went to Philly, and this next fan who um, I had met at a show... Firstly, we showed up, and I mean, this was so cool. The guy hit me up before, and he's like, "Hey, I'd love to cook for you. What are you guys into?" And like, the, the, like the low self, and I was like, "Don't, don't put yourself out dude. Like, we'll eat whatever. He goes, "Well, what are you in?" I'm like, you know, bar. I figured that I said barbecue. I figured the guy was gonna make like hot dogs and hamburgers. They were start. I- him and another fan started in the morning, fucking smoking up the best wings I've ever had in my life. The like, he did fucking smoked like pork. I'm telling you, this guy fucking. Put out the smoker, the best barbecue spread you've ever seen. And then they made so much barbecue, which was so cool of them, that the random fans of mine that showed up to the show were invited into the home and were able to eat barbecue. I'm telling you, that backyard show, that one I fucking, like, that one was kind of more my vibe. It was more my audience. It was kind Mm -hmm. of delinquent, you know. (laughs) 20 to 40-year-olds were sitting on flat ground, kind of packed in. Uh, That show was fucking rocking. The guy had beers out. I'm just telling you, I've done a lot of stand-up comedy, and I've done shows that are more fun. I love doing stand-up. There was something about showing up to a, like, fan's backyard where they're like, holy shit, this is fun to have you here. Yeah, exactly. And that it was really fun to do, which is kind of a magical experience that, like, even though my comedy career, it's not, like, that was fucking unbelievable. And I want to figure out how to do more of it. And I really want to thank the people that welcomed us into their home and fucking. For oh, sure. and by the way, just to the extent that I'm trying to build some sort of like a community thing, because I like interacting with the people that are like, what I'm doing here is concentrated me. It's fucking weird, <laughs> it's heady at times, and of like. If you're digging what I'm putting out, like, I like you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this, I'm putting out fucking concentrated weirdness, and luckily I'm getting mm-hmm. to I- interact with some real, like, you guys were people that fucking listened to this shit, invited me over. Now we're best friends. Exactly. Like,
3: that, that's yeah. kind
0: of what's going on here, which I love. Like, that to me is so, like, I, I don't know, it's hard to it, find people that are similar to you that yeah, you want yeah. to hang out with. Yeah. So it's interesting to be able to put out this podcast and then having so many cool people appreciate it and then hit me up and interact with me and at this point I have a website Matt Frest a fan of the show built me RobbyThefire.com. like I, I'm just saying it's really interesting and I'm grateful yeah. and it's cool that even though I hope that this thing grows to 10 times the size it is now yeah it's cool to see that there's already some growth and I hope to do a lot more fucking summer porch store and show up to everyone's fucking backyards and rock out because it's it is a different level thrill and it's, uh, I forgot what the, fu- oh, anyways, just talking about Community Field, the guy who was following the tour, I th- his name was, I-, I think it was also Matt, I might have fucked that up, I apologize no, I if I did. I think
1: you're correct, Matt. Yeah, yeah.
0: You're a fucking cool guy, but anyways, he ended up going back to the guy who hosted us house, and he was trading joints for fucking uh, tomatoes growing in the backyard. <laughs> what the fuck is cooler than that? The, Making those the, kind of connections amongst is, the fucking weirdos in your audience that you're not even using currency. You're going to trade fucking joints yeah, for tomatoes. That's, I love, I, that that's
1: separate from you now. They're, now no, they're connecting. Yeah, they just
0: fucking know each other. <laughs> they're just fucking dudes now.
1: That fucking
2: podcast that, is the wildest thing I've ever been a part of. Amazing.
0: I, I love uh, the, also the one thing because I feel like I've become, in my head, and I, I know exactly... I have a bit a little bit of a self-hatred for myself that I've become more disciplined and in some ways boring than who I used to be as a human being. When I was in high school, I was a fucking drunk. And, like, even now, like, I'll run into people and, like, I'm at, like, some part and, like they, like, they don't get me because, like, I'm not drinking in the middle of the afternoon. It's like, I've just grown up and confronted some failures from being the fucking Chris Farley-type character that doesn't yeah. work long-term. Like, yeah. it was fun. And, but anyways... <laughs> I like that moment because I I find I have a lot of anxiety now in life and in that moment there was a fucking giant snake that came out of the roof and being hammered I did not give a shit. I mean, I really, yeah, that was awesome. I, I thought even, it was cool. I didn't even fucking flinch. Like I was, you know what I mean? A I was lot of like... people freaked out. You found out who was scared of snakes really fast. Oh, I don't like snakes. Like normal conditions. If I ran into a snake, like yeah. on the other end of your driveway, I may make a run you for were, it. You but... were about
1: five shots deep of honey, honey bourbon or something like that. Whatever
0: that fucking horrible. I ran.
1: I ran with
2: the black guys out the room.
0: <laughs> i was, not happy. I was yeah. also happy because i all, yeah i legit did not listen back to the second half of that podcast whatsoever when we flipped over the audio but one of the guys who's like a regular listener and hits me up on twitter i like the guy a lot hit me up and he said like that fucking gave me the willies that was like yeah. watching uh um uh what's it called uh, uh what's the harrison ford movie Oh uh, Indiana Jones. Um, yeah, it was like that. was like I was like okay, I'm happy that that translated over, <laughs> over yeah. just how fucking panicked people were about the, about the snake. Okay. So I threw this out there as a um I, I said this a little while ago if you guys please rate review, subscribe, share the podcast and like I said, if you do, I will read your reviews. And so I'm going to read a couple reviews and then I'm going to play a couple new tunes that I've come across recently. So let's start with the most recent one which is from a guy called Mahoy. And he said, the professionals, there's no reason for trepidation. Having Robbie BK, Chris and Dave temple and Ambler was fantastic. Excellent guest. Even the, uh, RYM fans that came to the show were awesome. New friends. Didn't realize how much we all needed the laughter. Thank you for a great night. And the rest of your invite, um, And the rest of your invite, Robbie, to your home today. Oh, the rest of you invite Robbie to your home today. That must be coming from our guest, who is Max. And, um, yeah, it was fucking great. Invite me to your home. Cook me breakfast. (laughs) I will show up. I will eat your food. I will drink your beer. No, he was was a really gracious dude. And, um, like I said, I'm happy that everyone has enjoyed these experiences. All right, next one. Microwave hater. Overall, a great traditional Christian conservative podcast, but the hatred of microwaves really got me my gourd. Listen, fuck microwaves. (laughs) I stand by that. They're fucking weird you can't stand in front of them yeah, but you, you can, can eat the
1: food that's inside of them you put your head in there you'll explode I'm
0: done with it. This, this is all you gotta do just get a pan heat shit up in a pan it's hobo style it feels like you've actually done some oh, cooking right. it doesn't take as much time and everything you eat turns out to be warm and crispy as opposed to the microwave yes. which every turns everything kind of soft and soggy absolutely so get the fuck out of here with your microwaves but anyways let's, uh, let's continue because this guy's got his gourd all fucked in a bunch or whatever it's a, it's a water agitator oh well here here's where he fucks up who's got time to preheat an oven i don't use an oven ever (laughs) i'm not using an oven no firstly instapot Instapot's like having a microwave for oh, real food. Oh yeah, we food. were talking about. I'm that. all about, dude. I eat fucking uh, chickens. T- I've been eating. I've been making roast at the beginning of the week, and then for like the next three days, I'm eating roast with like you. You would not get a slice of beef at this like this at a restaurant ever. <laughs> like nowhere. I'm telling you, come over sometimes. I'll cook I'll fuckers roast. Oh, I make. I'm over. I, listen, I'm there are very over. few things I make well. I make a damn good roast, and I got to be honest. Come Wednesday, once you've eaten three days in a row, you're sick of it. It's still delicious, but you're sick of it. <laughs> and then you switch over to the next thing. But Instapot, one one hour you can have like quality food for the whole week but I'm not using an oven ever that's why you use a pan you throw a pan down even if you want to reheat pizza I haven't done this but I was going to say you can that, reheat pizza in a pan that's what they say is the that, best way yeah, to do it because then it gets crunchy on the yeah. bottom you're not making a fucking soggy exactly. in the microwave so get out of here I'm a fucking food expert fucking you know recovering fat ass and you're talking about microwaves like you know better than I do get the fuck out of here get yourself a pan and heat your shit up like a man and eat it like it's fresh the by the way can I tell you <laughs> chicken nuggets. You get your fucking shitty Purdue chicken nuggets, which are like $3 if they're on sale. You put that in the microwave. It's fucking... disgusting Disgusting. you get yourself a nonstick pan heat that shit up in a nonstick pan so it's crunchy on both sides you don't even need oil you don't need to fry it you don't need an oven (laughs) that shit can be ready in three minutes flat and you've got fucking crunchy ass chicken nuggets that you can eat home alone and you know not feel sad about the fact that you're alone and that you're not a child and that you still fucking enjoy chicken nuggets and you fucking pulling that shit out of the microwave all soggy
2: you have to clean a pan though
0: I, that's easy to do. It, that's not... You just really, keep reusing that when it
1: gets flavor on true. It's
2: true. It. It's a, if it's uh, a nonstick copper, you could just wipe it with a paper towel and you got your next true. chicken nugget pan. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, let's read the rest of what he said. Burg. Uh, Jeez, I can't read. Robbie. Too good to nuke some Zaw and pound some Dew. Oh, wait. Zaw, dude. Okay. So firstly, <laughs> I just did a whole fucking rant on uh, the Shedcast, which go check out. Pizza's a great word. There are very few... <laughs> words that you get to pronounce, the, you got the P-I, it's fun to say pizza. It's a fun fucking word. It makes everyone happy. They know exactly what you're talking about. So not only are you shitting on microwaves, you're you're, you're using this fucking trendy shit where you're too fucking cool to say the word pizza. Pizza's the coolest fucking word. It it, it feels good to say and makes people feel good to say it and you're like, oh, well, I'm gonna get my fucking za. And you just bring douche energy and every time that you're gonna eat one of the most delicious fucking snacks and you shit on microwaves. Get the fuck, you know what? I, I I, I take back your review. <laughs> 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 All right, let's read it. Burgess, Robbie, too good to nuke some Zaw and pound some Dew. Um, you know what? I actually recently had a Mountain Dew because I couldn't get a hold of a Red Bull. And um, Oof. I very uh, you know, it's it's funny because I was like, I was at one point I was over soda. You were
2: anti Dew.
0: <laughs> no, I was over soda. But then energy tra- drinks came back, and now like I fucking pound it. En- so I can't shit people for drinking soda because the way I pound energy it's drinks, it's even probably worse. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's for sure worse. And uh, Dew is kind of the original energy drink. And in terms of soda flavors, like, I, I used to work um, a job restocking vending machines, and I never, like, I didn't drink soda, but every once in a while, I would pull a, ma- like, if I was tired, i pull a Mountain Dew out of, like, a can. The can one's of the, machine. the best, it's yeah. It's fucking cold as shit. It's gotta be uh, cold. I'm talking about, I'm reaching into the inside of the Pepsi machine. Yeah,
2: it's gotta be that freezing. That green, uh, that
1: antifreeze. Because once uh, it reaches yeah. that one temperature, then it's just syrup. Oh, it's it's real deal, Annie for you. So
0: listen, I, I can't I can't hate on Mountain Dew. Also, I at one point tweeted that I was uh, in the ongoing experiments to find out what doesn't mix with gin Mountain Dew is it. Mountain Dew oh, works. It works. <laughs> I never thought of Mount that. Dew Yeah.
2: Uh, some dooskies with can the bro. We write
0: that rap song. Dew <laughs> <That's true. laughs> All right. Next review. End the Fed. This show is great. It's how I imagine political conversations would go if I had friends who paid any attention to the news uh my life is boring well you know don't feel so bad for yourself and maybe you'll make some new friends or you know but i i shit on myself all the time and i'm depressed and i feel bad for myself so welcome to run your mouth podcast <laughs> yeah, hang we'll, out we'll i don't know what friend. else to tell you we'll yeah invite us uh invite us to your to house. your lawn <laughs> and cook us food um robbie should be a famous comedian i like this guy already thank I you sir thank you robbie the fire is the realist and most down-to-earth podcast host his takes on the economy are spot on and he does his audience a service by talking about it. After listening for a while, I feel as if I know Robbie on a personal basis just because his banter is so much like the banter I share with friends. You got cool friends. I like I like who you're hanging out with. <laughs> Fucking summer porch tour. I wanna to hang out with these people. I'm the CEO of a startup, Fonz Music, and Robbie promised a shout-out, so here I am. Shout-out to Fonz Music. If you want an easier way to cue a song on the party's host phone, check out Fonz Music. What's that? Five star. I don't know. Let's Uh, check. Why don't you see if you can pull it up while uh, maybe we'll get some music going in the background. All right, next one. Only two more. Amazing Pod, so funny. Sorry about not doing this last week. I didn't listen to the entire episode, so you can lift your curse off my sandwich, please, and thank you. I bless you. that all of your sandwiches from here on out are delicious and never taste like they just came out of a microwave that is the blessing I give you authentic, fresh sandwiches. Also, I created a sandwich, and if you don't lift a curse, I won't tell you what it is. I lift a curse. I hope you, uh, Mm -hmm. eat the most delicious of sandwiches for the rest of your days. Alright, last one. Spent a full five minutes trying to figure out how to leave a review just so I could give Robbie five stars. I respect that. I'm bad with technology, too. I understand how you could show up to a website confused. You're like, these were simple instructions. How do I follow it? How do I cancel my cable? I get it. Gonna make a sandwich now. Congratulations. Alright, um, pre-order for $20. Oh, he's the party, trying to... Buy note. So it doesn't exist yet. He's trying
2: to take out Spotify.
0: I fucking like it, dude. I like it.
2: You got some cool listeners.
0: <laughs> I like it. If you, uh... Hey, man, Mr. Mister Fonz. Mr. Yeah, Fonz. Can we
1: get the Shedcast and run your mouth on the Fonz?
0: Well, I was going to say, firstly, why don't, um... Hit well, me on, up. Can... Rob's Newsroom at gmail.com. Next episode where I'm in the shed, why don't you call in? We can do a segment. We can talk about tunes and how you're going to help uh, local artists promote themselves. And if you're not, if you're just in this for the fucking profits, good for you too. I'll hear you out. Fuck, fuck, fuck us. Figure out how to make the money off the, you know, the people that already have an audience. I'm all for it. All right. Uh-huh. So now, before I move on to our last segment, which is there is some random new music that I want to pay, play for you guys. And then I, I wrote new covers, but we're going to wait for... Uh, yeah, he'll be back. Yeah, we're going to wait week. for Sid, but I... I He's actually pre- on his
1: way back now, but...
0: Well, then let's keep the podcast going. Let's <laughs> no, no, get right. this just... thing fucking going until he shows up. I'm yeah, in the, the fucking not... zone. Oh, All right, sure. I appreciate you guys, because sure. I, I ranted sure. a lot tonight, and you guys indulged me, so before I move on to the last segment, was there anything you felt like you wanted to get in, and I just fucking steamrolled you?
1: Uh... Tech's got a lot of stuff. No,
0: nah, I think he pretty... I pretty no, much I
2: thought... feel the same way about I everything too. you I said. I had
1: i agree on too much I'm trying i to like it all right well with. so
0: before we get into the last segment tech what do you got to plug
2: uh just my instagram right now shadtech tech eight i have a twitter under the works under the works all right uh,
0: at some point
2: at
1: some point point. <laughs> and you can find me mike nice ct on all platforms twitter instagram youtube
0: All right, and Sid Floyd as well. He's not here, but we'll give him the shout-out. Yeah,
1: Shed Gang, Riverside Culture.
0: All right, first one that um, I'm going to play for you guys. I think I gave this an honorable mention when I was doing my picks for the year for Best Music. But when I was driving the other night, and most of the ride, I did a lot of hours in the fucking car between going to here to Maryland to Philly. It was basically two straight days in the car. Not a lot of good radio. Um, Kamasi Washington came up. We're going to listen to a little bit of this song because, like, It's, like, such weird jazz, and it's kind of got, like, a Floyd quality, the way that he pairs it with an orchestra. Um, So we're not going to listen to the whole thing. It's 13 minutes and 30 seconds long, but we'll listen to, like, the first kind of minute and a half till it kind of builds to the orchestra thing, and what he's doing is so fucking weird, I just kind of appreciate it. Drop that fire. It goes beyond weird. He's also, like, an incredible...
1: It's like strolling, strolling type music. Strolling down the block.
0: Well, you could rap on that. I already hear your voice over it. <laughs>
1: Maybe. Oh,
0: are you, can you, um, put the mic to the speaker so yeah. that we can get, uh, what? what not not that well. can we shout Oh, Smoke honey. I mean, they're
1: the shit. Dude, shout out Smoke Tony Good looks to Robbie the Fire. Dude, I've been smoking it. Put in, you know, this has been the icing on the cake for so much stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. And and throw it like uh, uh, what you're smoking uh, in a bowl. It's so nice. Yo, know, yo, know, did you did you hit the bowl before you cleared it? By any chance? Uh, because the, the last bowl hit I hit in there had smoke honey on it. A little bit of smoke, honey. Smoking on the marijuana inside the shed. The Run Your Mouth podcast. Wait, do you see the space that
0: this room? Field- think said that. You guys can look this one up. It's a uh, Kamasi Washington truth. So you're gonna have to. This is just... like
1: chilling, smoking. It's a good music so for the background music. Yeah. It's a
0: Alright, next one that I randomly came across, never ha- heard of this band before, I thought it was a really interesting cover of um, Aerosmith's Toys in the Attic. I think uh, the speed and tempo of this is not going to appeal to you guys, but I did th- just think that this was a really cool cover. So uh, hit it Mr. Tech! A uh, band is called BMPD, and I think they have a whole album of, kind of these metal covers, but this cover I heard on the radio I thought it was really cool. was a really cool cover And then here's another um, Random cover I ca- came across um, Let's start this From one minute in Because that's kind of Where it builds up And uh, It's um, uh, You know what I'm, It's not coming to me Who this song is originally But just press play This for you. Just think What tomorrow we do so don't Stop
3: about tomorrow Don't Stop It'll soon be here.
0: don't, mean, don't, don't stop what's that sound <laughs> you're right that is the it same backdrop similar. i never i didn't even pick up on that
1: maybe because the song's called no no time. Time.
0: Okay. I think gualazi i don't know if i'm pronouncing that that correctly and then then i've got got one more for you but i'm gonna give this a little bit more of a an an intro um i'm a big fan of both uh frank zappa and uh uh bruce hampton i believe i cannot find this interview anywhere but i there's an interview i believe he has an, an album that he put out called music to eat and I think what he kind of talks about is that, um, and there's another interview that I was listening to, we was talking about, like, I go to music schools and people think like fucking, um, blues music, like starts with Jimi Hendrix. Like there's like fucking music students mm-hmm. that don't understand kind of like the real history of like music. And he goes, most of what you listen to, uh, to the radio, he goes, it's, it's kind of crap. Like when I grew up, you could listen to, there was a classical music station. There was like a lot of jazz stations and I think... I cannot refine this interview. I wish I could. But his theory on, like, with music to eat is that music is like a sustenance. And, like, when people... When there's, like, readily available kind of quality music kind of playing in the background, um, he actually thinks it fuels for a better world. Um, that So, so mm. in that vein, also, sometimes Zappa, he kind of had these songs, which I love, but they're about nonsense. And then at the end of albums... He would do kind of more like these like weird orchestral pieces and he would say to the audience like, guys, this is good for you. Like he would literally say that. Like I know that this isn't like what you guys love, but I promise you it's good for you. Uh, So sometimes when it comes to like stranger music or like if I'm in the car and like opera comes on or like a classic symphony comes on or like things are outside of my job. Yeah, I'm like, I just want to take it in. It's like it's not like maybe there's something to it. Maybe there's something weird. I've never listened to scat ever. Um, it's not really a genre that ever appealed to me but this one popped on on the radio and it was like you know it's like when you uh, you cannot like basketball you cannot like football but you like the Michael Jordan because you're seeing someone that's great it, for, to my ear without knowing scat it seems like this person's pretty excellent at it uh, and I was just like man this is fucking cool so this is the last one I got for you let it rock and it's a uh, her name is Jasmia horn and this one's called this song's called Searchin'
4: what? Two, one, two. I kept searching for someone who could turn my life around, but I didn't know it. I saw a fella who would seemed to want it. A girl like me, but he was too scared to show it. I kept francing and hoping he would like the moves I made, but he never noticed. Now I have no hope to find me i it's,
1: it's turn my life around but he like
4: you She's showing off her We like the but
0: he never noticed. hard not to crack his my Oh, but yeah. I'm I think I turned it off just want to scat- go. <laughs> <laughs> <say, "Yeah>, yeah. <laughs> There's something ridiculous. I've
1: never done that, whatever you're doing. <laughs> I mean, could I mean, you make a living off doing the Bebop Badoos? I mean, is it that hard? I don't know. I'm just feel like I don't want to be condescending, but...
0: Her bass, player. her upright like bass guy, the cello... They're, they're rocking. Oh, yeah. And
1: she screaming. has definitely... She can sing. But why is she resorting to the... Wait,
0: Heck, you want to do
1: your best scat for us? what it'd be about.
0: I
2: would just
1: do John scat man <laughs>
0: impersonation. <laughs> that's basically what it
1: be. it'd be. I'm a
2: yoga man. Before we call it an episode, can we, uh,
0: can we close it out on a Shedcast tune? Yeah, of course. Yeah, pull one up and let's, uh, let's close it out. And uh, that's it.
1: Alright, yeah. what do you want to pull up something from the show?
0: Oh, do you, ha- you have the recording from it?
1: No, don't, I mean, not a hand-on thing. Oh, shit. But, I don't know.
0: What? Just like a fucking... Because
1: we played, uh, I'm trying to think, we played... Uh,
0: you, I think you played like two or three of your more recent ones.
2: I don't have anything on this computer. That
1: we can play that YouTube one, I guess. And yeah, have people just go play, to YouTube. play whatever you got. Play, play the Wasabi Chopsticks one. Maybe. It's on YouTube, so people can go check it out on YouTube. That, that'll help. Because the other ones, if we play it, there's nowhere for you to find them. They're not out yet. The whole set that we did, none of those songs are, are released. Actually, no. Maybe one. This this was made by uh, shout out Brian blocks. He grew up right down the street and I We're
0: gonna let this play out and then we're over. Thanks for joining us run your mouth summer porch. Oh shit Actually pause it for one second. Fuck. I forgot to say this earlier guys There's gonna be one or two more episodes left to the summer porch door and we're closing this thing out without question With a live smoke out bug out what I'd like to do for the Smoke Out, Bug Out, I want to cold open, do about 20 minutes of stand-up. I want to have the shed cast guys do a full set for about 20 minutes. I want to take a quick break, and then I want to do a fucking full Smoke Out, Bug Out, new format. I'm going to be sober so I can actually host it. It's going to be a blast. Ideally, I think I'd like to do it in Massachusetts so that we can smoke copious amounts of weed and just not have to give consideration to the cops. So I'm putting it out there. If you've got property in Connecticut or New York where, like, you're kind of, like, on a farm or some shit, where, like, we really don't have to worry about smoking ounces of weed, and you're willing to host the event that, like, we can invite other fans, hit me up. I think ideally, um, because I think there's a decent amount of people that listen to this up in Boston, if you're living up near Boston, you've got a property, you're willing to host this, please hit me up. I'm going to tell you it's going to be an absolute fucking party. I'd like to get some other fans out for it. It's going to be a, just a huge night of fucking smoking weed, closing out the summer smoke out, bug out. So email me robsnewsroom at gmail.com. And then let's uh, hit it with Savvy chopsticks. Close out the episode. It's nice outside by the streetlight, had a couple pads,
1: but you know I chose the street life. Move a couple packs, show you how to flip a P like, I dabble in this game, you tryna see what it be like. Had a couple run-ins with that law, never yapping out the jaw. Lucked out, they never bagged me with the raw, when I was bagging up the raw. I'm running around town with them cans of aerosol, and I was tagging up the walls since a kid I been meddling. Messing with the medicine, learning from my cousins and my says from medicine. Kick down the door if they don't let us in, I'm Never fallin', sink or swim, so I'm all in. gotta cross the finish line, even if I'm crawling, gotta stay humble, even if I'm ballin', never see me crumble, know my shit is concrete, you can feel the heat, you come around me, only real ones around me, circle tight like a butthole, A1 perico like a fade, I keep the cut though. keep a little very OG in the punch bowl, grandma more, know
4: I'm on that Dutch flow, live life on the low. Anything for the job, hey, you can feel it the silence Uh Watch the sunrise Packs in the back Crossing state lines Trunk heavy Got me riding Steady like the baseline Hoping I don't see The new commissioner K9. I'm trying to run Round straight to home Like the baseline I don't want the trap life I want that on track life Wasn't always breathing Out that top shelf Pack life Music in the system Reminiscent Looking back like To mid-grade And switch blades And rocks in the mag lights Break it down fast like Roll it with the hash Throw us on my back Just to throw us on the map do it for the gram, cause he throw it in the bag I was bagging up the sand, he would throw it in the bass Baby got the junk on throw it like the trash We was on the ass I was on that ass, and always on the come up. Hundred miles and run and run your pockets when I run up. Cops trying to scrooge me, look out for the humbux. Keep a small circle in there from where I come from. They know where I'm coming from, past little troublesome. Who be standing ready with machetes when we come for them? Got me going dumb like the drummer go brr We the best, another one. Never just another one. Never just another one. Trippy off the bladder, sit it's hotter than the summer sun.